For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins. Father of the House and former Premier, the Honorable Makiva Bush, made an appearance in Grand Court April 14th for indictment mentions. He pled not guilty to the two charges he faces, both for indecent assault, stemming from an incident that took place September 13th, 2022, at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Grand Cayman. Mr. Bush resigned as Speaker of the House in October 2022 in response to the police investigation into allegations he assaulted two women at a government function in September. It was also added that there are now more witnesses being brought forward. A condition made to Mr. Bush is a strict no contact with complainants and the witnesses neither directly or indirectly. A case management hearing will be held in Grand Court July 13th, with Mr. Bush's trial date officially set for September 11th. The new Cayman Brack High School and loads of budget shuffling topped the agenda of Cabinet's April 4th meeting. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller reports. At their April 4th meeting, chaired by Acting Governor the Honorable Franz Manderson, the group first dealt with the repeal of legislation that would have forced businesses to advertise temporary job vacancies on the Jobs Cayman portal before submitting a temporary work permit. This was followed by a series of increases and decreases to line items in the 2022 fiscal year budget, including a $2.1 million increase for medical care for indigents, $6.6 million for tertiary care at various local and overseas institutions, as well as a $31,000 bump for semi Vaults. There were several decreases, though, a $709,000 drop for geriatric services, $2.1 million for medical care beyond insurance coverage uninsured, $390,000 for medical care for chronic ailments, a $2.1 million drop for public health programs, investigations and treatments, and a $138,000 drop for the provision of antiretroviral medication. $839,000 was also pulled from the Adolescent Mental Health Program. As for this year, Cabinet approved a $5.5 million increase in funding for agriculture support and regulatory services and a $5 million bump for miscellaneous road service upgrades. At this meeting, Cayman's leaders also gave the green light for the purchase of three parcels in Northside, along with a shift in funding of $1.1 million from the budget for the submarine cable to the budget for land purchases. Finally, they discussed the new Cayman Brack High School, recommending a short list of options to be taken forward and developed, the affordability limit of $50 million, excluding $10 million of contingent spending at the strategic outline case stage, as well as the procurement of external consultants to undertake the outline business case. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. The Royal Cayman Islands Police Service releases its 2022 Crime and Traffic Statistical Report. Members of the Senior Command Team held a press conference to discuss the main developments and trends described in the statistics with the media. Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego was there, who reports some of the red flag issues raised by the Commissioner of Police. Total calls received for 2022, 35,309 calls. That's an increase of 1,169 calls over the period, same period in 2021. Total recorded crime, and that shows an increase of 128 crimes over the same period in 2020. RCIPS Commissioner Derek Byrne there with key highlights on the annual statistical report. Key issues during 2022, four murders and six attempted murders. Of the murders, three involved firearms and one involved a bladed weapon. And of the six attempted murders, five involved firearms and one involved a bladed weapon. Sixteen firearms were recovered during 2022. Turning to traffic, Commissioner Byrne highlighted tragically there was a significant increase in road fatalities in 2022, with 14 incidents resulting in 15 deaths. A red flag issue, the commissioner says, for everyone. And the significant underlying factors in these fatal traffic accidents 
um, as we see it, sure, our an uh, analysis is, is speed and driving under the influence. The, the What we're seeing, a lot of them are single vehicle collisions in the early hours of the morning, and they raise real concern for the manner of driving across the island. In 2022, RCIPS issued 9,437 tickets for traffic offences, an increase of 340 tickets, or 4% compared to 2021. There were 3,063 tickets issued in 2022 in relation to speeding, compared to 3,730 in 2021, a reduction of 667 tickets. For DUI offences, there were 234 arrests during 2022, a drop of 37% compared to 2021. 282 traffic accidents compared to 2021 and as I said there were 14 of those were fatal resulting in 15 deaths and then we had um, 32 suffered 32 persons suffered serious injuries in, in accidents as well so again what we're seeing is a consistent really bad erratic driving on our public roadways that is impacting the safety um, of, of road users right across the island. And we're receiving that comment from, from several people in terms of their, their fear of using the road. Over 2023, Mr Burns says they will refocus its road policing resources on the two major causes of traffic incidents, speeding and DUI, with a number of tactics and operations to be deployed. However, the commissioner says as a community, we must also do better when driving on our roads for the safety of all road users and those we carry as passengers in our vehicles. Shanda Gallego, Radio Cayman News. The Royal Cayman Islands Police Service is seeking the public's assistance in locating 26-year-old Malik Joseph McDonald, who was last known to be living in Georgetown. Malik is described as being 5 foot 6 inches in height, of dark complexion and slim build. He is wanted by the police for firearms offenses. He is known to be violent and is believed to be armed and dangerous. The police are advising that he should not be approached by members of the public, but instead call 911 upon citing him. Investigators are encouraged anyone with information about the whereabouts of this man to call the Georgetown Police Station at 949-4222. Forecasters say the region can expect a below-average hurricane season, but government is reminding residents they should still be as prepared as possible in the event of a major storm. Colorado State University hurricane researchers issued their first seasonal forecast for the 2023 Atlantic hurricane season on Thursday. Their prediction suggests a slightly below average hurricane season, uh, with approximately 13 named storms, six of which uh, will strengthen to hurricanes, and of these, two will reach major hurricane status. Hazard Management Cayman Islands Director Danny Coleman tells Radio Cayman their report also includes a probability forecast of 49% for a major hurricane making landfall in the Caribbean region, which is slightly higher than usual. While the team at Hazard Management, like many others in the community, uh, read the CSU Atlantic Hurricane Season forecast with some interest, uh, the prediction does not affect or influence the workflow at Hazard Management Cayman Islands, uh, nor should it uh, impact anyone's state of preparing for the season. For tips on how you can keep you and your family safe this hurricane season, visit caymanprepared.gov.ky. There's one more day to chime in on the draft sexual harassment bill. The proposed bill seeks to provide for the prevention of sexual harassment through a standalone piece of legislation. This bill, when it becomes an act, will serve to aid victims and to ensure perpetrators are held accountable, as well as to generally address the societal problem. The public consultation survey takes about nine minutes to complete. There's also a call for evidence survey, which helps to build a deeper understanding of the nature and extent of sexual harassment 
harassment in the Cayman Islands and gather data on the actual experiences of residents. The next step is a second draft, which may either go to Parliament or back to the public for further review, depending on how significant the proposed changes are. The deadline is April 15th. You can view it online at gov.ky forward slash pch forward slash sexual harassment. And the time has come to head to the Harkwell Center tomorrow to get your Cayman cultural fix. CIGTV's Donna Bush speaks with Red Sky at Night organizers Melanie McField. Hello everyone, I'm Donna Bush here with your CIG television news brief. Red Sky at Night is back. The multidisciplinary arts fair takes place on the grounds of the Harkwell Theatre and will feature live music, theatre, poetry, dance and a creative kids' corner, great local food and the Caymanian village. Red Sky features events across several stages happening simultaneously and festival goers will be able to choose from performances on the Harkwell Theatre stage, the Red Sky main stage which is outdoors, the studio theatre which is the smaller theatre and the fan favourite the Caymanian Village. Red Sky at Night takes place this Saturday, the 15th of April, from 2 p.m. in the afternoon until 11 p.m. Now, to find out how to purchase your tickets, you can call 949-5477, email cncf at artscayman.org, or give them a call. And that's your evening news. For Radio Cayman, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins.